You're going to see the interview everyone is going to be talking about. Wagon wheel Watusi. What do I think of her? Yes. I don't think of her. Then we become divas as opposed to just strong women. Oh, coughing during my interview, really? It feels uh, reductive. We are P-Casting. Woo-hoo! Hello, and welcome to Little Diva Energy, your fortnightly slice of something extra. I am your host, Holly Morgan. I'm obsessed with divas, and my husband, Tom, is also here. Hiya. Hiya, loves. How are we doing? Um, it, well, we're going to start off with the feedback from our uh, recent episode with the gorgeous Tim Murray. Gorgeous. On the early years of Britney Spears. Just what a dream boat. I know. It's just so great. I I really obviously lived for researching this because a lot of it was just things that already live rent free, as the kids as the kids say. Um, as the kittens say. As the kittens say. Um but yeah, found out some new bits of info. So if you haven't uh, you know, listened yet, do go on ahead. And we've been told that it's a very good episode, which is very nice to hear. So thanks for people for telling us that. Who's told you that? Cat Loud. <laughs> she told me that. Auntie Royal. And some other lovely people on the social media. On the Twits? Uh, yes. Superb. Superb. Yeah, um, that's very nice. And guess what, you lucky little divas? You've got another another slice of that coming your way next week. Mm-hmm. Pas de uh, When we get into the album proper of Baby One More Time and then the second album and the third and then we stop because this is our new format where we take the canonic divas, your Britneys, your shares, except your Madonnas, and we're going to break them down into nugs. <laughs> Juicy danglers. Juicy danglers. Some sweet, sweet nuggies. Yeah, absolutely. I love nugs. I don't think I've had any nugs in the panny day. Uh, that is primarily because we've moved further away from a McDonald's. Yeah, we don't have one on our doorstep. No. Although um, they are doing free delivery on Uber Eats. Other what? delivery services are available. Sorry. In case Uber Eats wants to sponsor us. <laughs> We're open to it. We're open to it. Um, just want to give everyone a little squirrels update. Squirrel watch. So last time we got together on here, everyone, uh, I mooted that I might have uh, been wrong about squirrels and that they were not hell's rats, basically. <laughs> the little shits. These little shits. We spent some money on some lights to go in our garden, a solar-powered light, and they... Ripped them up, crunched them down like sweets, spread around the garden, and encouraged their catmates to come and have a shit on them. Not once, but twice. Yep. Desecration followed by dirty protest. It was. I've never. It was audacious. It was audacious. They did it when we left the room at one point. We literally. The first time they snipped oh. him, snipped him down the middle, oh, uh, thereby. Uh, thereby rendering half of the lights useless. And they did it during the night while we were asleep. Yeah. And the next time we bought some replacements. They weren't massively expensive, but it's not the point. So we bought some replacements and they did it this time when we left the room. Yeah. 
So and our kitchen goes back out us... into the garden and the, the the lights were there. They were fine. Broad daylight. Broad day. We went into the other room, came back into the kitchen. They'd done it. Absolute rat bags. And before anyone comes for us, because I know that there's a thing about like animals at nighttime, they, they need the, they don't not like light because they like to sort of like pretend they're in, I don't know, urban longleat. But we didn't have them on. They weren't yeah, they went on. on. They weren't on. So don't come for me on that. And like also fuck squirrels. Sorry. Oh. And cats. Oh, They're okay. in it together. And foxes aren't, aren't brilliant either. Sorry. I'm just, I'm really annoyed. I like those lights. Saw some foxes having a fight, didn't we? Yeah. That Better was than pretty watch brutal. them fucking, to be fair. Oof. I think that may have been a prelude. <laughs> Do you reckon? It might have been a bit of column A, a bit of column B. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> right. Let's uh, distract ourselves by going live to our correspondence in the south of London. Let's kick things off with Chris's coincidence. What a coincidence. What a coincidence. Oh, hi, guys. Sorry, just um, taking a moment from... Uh, booking my tickets to see the new production of The War of the Worlds starring Claire from Steps and a hologram of Liam Neeson, uh, which is a real thing and not just something that I have imagined. Um, Anyway, I was just listening to your latest episode about Britney Spears. Um, Very informative and entertaining as usual. Thank you for such high quality content in your podcast. Um, It just made me think, actually, because I was listening to it while I was working bitch and Britney has a song called work bitch and I was just thinking what a coincidence that I would be listening to a podcast about someone who sings a song called work bitch while I was working bitch um I just thought that was a really weird coincidence cool thanks bye what a coincidence yeah what can I say that is that is a coincidence unlike the fact that our guest was Tim Murray who Chris has also appeared on his podcast with. That, no, that's not a that's coincidence. That's not though. a coincidence. That's just um, things happenstance yeah. or things moving from A to B mm-hmm. in a linear fashion. No, as is befitting of the concept of time. Yeah, no, that that was not that 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 was spooky. Yeah, it was spooky because Chris does work. I've heard it, him talk about it before. He works, bitch. He does work, bitch. He does. He definitely has a job. I've seen him do it, actually. I've actually occasionally seen him do it. I've met him after work yeah. before. Before the pandemic. Yes. <sighs> yeah. He works very hard, actually. Bitch. Bitch. Right. Talking of working, bitch. Rich also has a job. But now his job is to give us his bitch. Oh. Chris could have found a coincidence in that somewhere. Uh, excuse you, suggesting Steps do not have legitimate fans and we're all doing it ironically. Have you heard Tragedy? It's better than the original. After the love has gone, if anyone else had recorded that song, it would be held up as one of the best pop songs of all time. And the way you make me feel, they literally invented Bridgerton in that music video. Like, put some respect on their name trying to look cool in front of your new American friend. Like, I get it. Like, I lived a long time pretending, being a closet Steps fan. But go loud and proud, guys. Go loud and proud. Also, has any band had a better comeback than Steps? Like, apart from that weird winter album in the middle, the last two albums as, like, more as adults. Ugh, absolutely. Sit down, take that. Like, watch how this is actually done, except Shine is a really good song. Um... Really livid about the podcast this week, but also really good. Congratulations, everybody. I was livid because I can't believe we're talking about Britney Spears and I'm not in the room. I have so many thoughts. Obviously, she's my queen. But um, I do understand that it's not my podcast and you also need to interview um, successful, famous, funny people to sustain it. So, like, you know, I'll give you a pass. Um, Who knew Britney's mum killed somebody? Like, just as you think that family can't get darker, bam, murder. Like, that is, is dark. 
absolutely fully here as well for Morgz's um, unapologetic and persistent push of this Jessica Simpson is actually a talented pop star narrative. Like, she's not, but I just love the persistence. I mean, somebody's suggesting that she has more raw talent than Britney actual Spears. That, like, rubbed me a little bit, a little bit salty, but, um, you know, well done for picking your cause and fighting for it. Final really quick thing. I don't know if this falls into the 2002 thing, but I'm pretty sure it does. Go back and watch the Pepsi advert with Britney, Beyonce, and Pink, and also Enrique Iglesias, weirdly, but mainly those three. Um, you will not regret revisiting that moment in pop culture. Oh, it's just lit. Although they do sing a Queen song, which I know you hate. <laughs> there oh, it is. <laughs> wow, so much material there to unpack. Woo! And at one stage, I thought Rich might have been undoing un- <laughs> trousers. Or, or maybe it was a bracelet. Well, I'm not entirely sure. It might have been some sort of jewellery, but uh, he also let me know after he sent it over that he's in. he was in the office because they've got sort of a <laughs> voluntary coming working coming back to the office scheme. Actually at, at work, bitch. Uh, he was actually at work, bitch, which is, I don't think, a coincidence because it's not the same thing as Chris's. Uh, but somebody asked him to stop shouting. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? No way, really? Yeah, someone in the office asked him to stop, stop shouting. Knock. Fuck off. Yeah, that's what I said. Um, thank you so much for that, my darling. Look, I, I'm going to pick up on some, some points of order here. We're going to discuss War of the Worlds in the Week in Diva. Spoiler. Um, and we're going to discuss Ancient Claire in, in some depth. And steps. In Jen. Um, yeah, you've just exposed me there as not being a Queen fan. And again, before the people come for me. Freddie, big fan. The music, not so much. No. Um, however, on the 15th of May, I will be appearing as Lady Radio Gaga at a Queen-themed event. Lady O'Gaga. La- Lady O'Gaga, yeah. So I'm going to be doing the songs of Lady Gaga while other people are having a Queen-themed event. That's how you smush things to your agenda. Why isn't there an Irish drag queen called Lady O'Gaga? Have that for free, world. There, there we go. go. There you go. Um, if you want to discuss your thoughts with me about Queen's music, I'm open to it. My DMs are open. We can have a we can have a chat. Freddie, here for it all day long. The music, novelty. Unlike steps, according to Rich. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I do I do take the point about them inventing Bridgerton. So yeah, very good. Let us go now to the Weekend Diva. Weekend Diva! Now obviously, there's been a lot of steps discourse already, and we've got Disco course. Disco course. Steps. Steps own H and Claire, right? They split off. From... Steps own H and Claire. <laughs> yes. Do they? Is there like a record deal thing? I don't know about. <laughs> no, H and Claire of Steps famously split off from Steps. Steps is own yes. H and Claire. I see what yeah. you mean. Like our very own. Yeah. Lovely. Okay. Bringing the band to an unnatural end. Mm-hmm. Going off on tour with Miss Britney Jean Spears. Mm. Who wouldn't? Who would not? Obviously. And the way the history has panned out, H and Claire did not become a world-conquering double act. Ask Claire. Look, we've all we've all had things not go. Look, I've done the fringe three times. I can take it when you, things don't always go to plan, guys. It's fine. You come back stronger. Three. <laughs> Just the three. Just the three times. Some people have done it like 20 years in a row. You're like, look at me. Thrice. I've done the Fringe Festival three times. <laughs> and I'm, if anything, stronger for it. Yeah. Hashtag stronger. To um, be fair, the last time we did it was before the Paddy Day. So. Yeah. So. We've had two years off. Also, 
let it be known. We were one of the 25 best reviewed shows of that year's Fringe. And that record still holds. Mm. So until there's another, until there's another Fringe. There you go. Um, H and Claire, obviously a double act that did not become a Sonny and Cher. Is that what they're aiming for? Well, I mean, what what else is there in terms of male-female double acts? I'm waiting. Half of ABBA? Half of ABBA. Ike and Tina. We don't want Ike. No. Not in any way casting any nasturgeons. Nasturgeons? <laughs> nasturgeons. On H, who is a very sound character. Unlike his namesake. Yes. Ian Watkins. Not namesake. Shared name with a, with an awful paedophile. What's the difference? A namesake, I think, is when you've given your your name has been given. So if I called our child Tom, oh. the, the end. Yeah, is that right? I mean, I'm talking out my ass. Maybe <laughs> not, but I think I think so. I just thought it was someone with the same name. Nah. So Ian H. Fortkins and H. from Steps. Horrible, com- horrible. Had a rough time, didn't he, old time. H? Awful. On the old social meds after that. Let's take things up from here to talk about the fact that Claire from Steps will be appearing in War of the Worlds in an arena near you. With a hologram of Liam Neeson. I just want to flag up. We've had a lot of fun with this. Yeah. In our DMs. Yeah. But um, the hologram of Liam Neeson is not new. No, they were doing that before the yeah, pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the thing. It's like people are hot on the trail of Claire from Steps and a hologram of Liam Neeson. <laughs> the hologram of Liam Neeson is part of the show. This show's been running for a while. Darren Day was in an earlier incarnation of it. When he played the hologram of Liam Neeson? No. When he acted against the hologram of Liam Neeson. Yeah. I'd like to open a discussion about how we feel about holograms. <laughs> because they are inherently camp and hilarious, but I think rife to grave robbing, diva grave robbing. <laughs> For instance, when Christina Aguilera duetted with Whitney Houston. Correct. Or when Mitch, hologram. Mitch Winehouse tried to get Amy out on tour again after she died. That's absolutely diabolical. Yeah. Liam Neeson obviously can't be fucked to turn up in Swindon to... I wouldn't say can't be fucked. <laughs> I think doesn't want to spend the rest of his life appearing in War of the Worlds. Potato, potato. He's like a narrator in it, isn't he? If Claire, if Claire can be fucked, then why can't Liam? Because it's a job for Claire. Like Liam, Neeson, <laughs> this is a, Liam Neeson is a permanent fixture of this show. Claire will be gone in six months. That's, I've overstepped the mark. Absolutely. I'm stay quiet for a bit. Look, I'm really rooting for Claire on this one. I think she needs a win. So I hope it goes really well. Although really, if there was any justice, it would be Lisa Scott Lee because mm. she's been really, really sidelined in the reunion. Her bits of her song, her bits of the song have been given to Michelle Visage for no reason. And then she's had to zoom in on the video <laughs> with her sort of green screen things that've been added in. Absolutely. If you haven't looked up the new Step single, do so. It's very funny. The choreo is limited. <laughs> it's all based on uh, universal sign language, isn't it? Or... It's got some elements of it, yeah. Faye Toza said that in a, in a video that we watched, didn't she? Yeah. But, I mean, when the <laughs> when the, like, the, the universal sign language is like a beating heart, it's like, well, mm. most dancers have got that in. In terms of holograms... Yeah. So, obviously, we're not happy about Amy being wheeled out. No. We're not happy, really, about Whitney... No. ...duetting with Christina, or if she's going to do it with anyone. Yeah. Um, And then, obviously, this Tupac was doing the rounds for a while. I think he was the first major hologram. Because Tupac's still alive. So why does he need a hologram, exactly? Maybe it wasn't a hologram. Mm. Maybe they were like, and here he is, 
two packs hologram. Yeah. It was actually just two pack. And he was like, they'll never, they'll never ever know. rumble me. Um, how do you, do you think it fits into the same category? The shadow puppet of Prince in Justin Timberlake's abomination yeah. of a Super Bowl. Yes, I do. I think it's, I think it's, it's um, grave robbing. Oh no, I agree that it's grave robbing, but just, is it the same category as grave robbing? Is it a hologram? No, but it's close enough, right? Yeah. Because it was like his silhouette playing guitar. It's it's indecent. I'm confusing that. Why? I'm thinking of Prince's actual Super Bowl in which the thing came up in front of him and it created a massive silhouette on it. Yeah, they did the same thing. They did do it? Yeah. Okay, good. Well, is Justin Timberlake playing a piano as well? Oh, Justin Timberlake. Look, if you, if you are a Justin Timberlake um, anti-stan, then tune in for episode Oof. two of Britney. If you thought we went in hard on episode one. Oh, we rip at one stage. The three of us were just, were just going. I hate him. I just, I hate him. Just visceral, visceral <laughs> hatred of this man we've never met. I hate him. <laughs> there we go. Um, in terms of the weekend diva, there were the Oscars. Yeah. Um, and we had some wins for divas. Divas. We had Chloe Zhao. Mm-hmm. Second female director to win the Best Director Oscar. Yeah. And set and first uh, first woman of colour. Yeah, which is amazing. The directorial. Emerald Fennell winning Best Screenplay. Not the first woman of colour. No. Uh, but the first woman for some time since uh, Juno. Yeah. Oh, right. Is that yeah. right? Mm. And also uh, the Best Supporting Actress uh, went to uh, Yun Yu Zheng, mm. who yes. is a Korean... Icon, film icon, with a career that's lasted, I think she's been working for about 50 years. Yes. And uh, she's not massive on Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> she's got a Best Supporting Actress and she uh, is an absolute div. Uh She stood next to, there's quite a famous picture that came out of her stood next to Brad Pitt. Uh-huh. Um, he looks quite quite strange. Does he? Yeah. Man, she had he some Touched by an a, Angel? I don't think Touched by an Angel. I think he's lost an enormous amount of weight. Like, potentially, like, ill. Oh, no. I don't know. It just looked quite strange. Look it up. See if okay. I'm right. Uh, answers on a postcard or on Twitter, please. Uh, yeah, so she stood next to him in this picture. And when one of the reporters asked him what he smells like, she said, I'm not a dog. <laughs> Amazing. Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. Scene. Why are you asking what Brad Pitt smells like to a woman who has just won the Best Supporting Actress Oscar? Why do you think that the most important thing on her mind at that point was what Brad, was what Pitt, Brad smells Pitt smells like? Oh, hilarious. I'm not a dog. I'm not a dog. I don't know. I'm not a dog. <laughs> Brilliant. What an icon. Absolute icon. Um, yeah, I've looked him up. It. it I'd say I've been struck more less by his weight loss and more by the low bun that he's wearing. Maybe that's which is I I, I quite like it actually. I'm quite here for it. Do you not see what I mean though? Yeah, it looks a bit weird. He looks a bit different to yeah. the last time we saw him. I think he actually looks a bit younger. I think he's giving me sort of Meet Joe Black era. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, maybe he is in fact Benjamin Button himself. <laughs> he's growing. He's aging backwards. Yeah. Maybe, maybe so. Maybe. Um, that would be a coincidence. Yeah, that really would. Great. So yeah, the Oscars happened. I didn't even get a look at the frocks though. I saw some frocks. Mainly here for the frocks. There was, of course, another 
award ceremony within this this period, we had the finale of RuPaul's Drag Race season thirteen. Now, uh, spoiler spoiler uh, warning, but it isn't really a spoiler because if you watch episode one of season thirteen, then you'll know who the winner was because it was obviously Simone because it's been was always going to be fucking Simone who is great, is absolutely brilliant queen. Um, it just wasn't a great season, was it? Did I need to spend 10 hours finding out that she was great? No. No. I'd say, to be honest, they slightly showed her limits with across the season. The season yeah. Because we found out she could do one thing extremely well. Yeah. Which was that factory voice. And then... Factory. Factory. And then we found that there were limits to that. Her drag was great. Her, I mean, her looks are obviously incredible. But in terms of like lip syncs and stuff, yeah, she sort of, I think, slightly... Got away with it a couple of times. A little bit. Um, I was team Got Mick. Yeah, me too. And I did think that Simone sort of started to backslide from about three quarters of the way through the series onwards. And by the time we got to the final, I was like, I just want Got Mick to win. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but RuPaul, for some reason, wanted Candy Muse to win. For <laughs> some part of I wanted her to. Now, or at least get close enough that we'll forever be talking about it. Yeah. How Got Mick... Given the three, even even on the three outfits he turned out, yeah, in the final, yeah, he should have won, yeah. Uh, but Candy Muse still will historically be in the RuPaul's Wikipedia entry as second, with Got Mick in third. <laughs> Rich and I have charted the career of the Muse for five years. Yeah, I'd say a long time. Um, yeah, and we find her very amusing. <laughs> Normally, because I'll be I'll be frank. Sometimes we are laughing at how bad her clothes are, <laughs> and I don't think the exposure decreased that. <laughs> I think I saw that she that she's a very funny performer, especially when she's using Lady Bunny's material. Oh, uh, but yeah, I'm not sure. Top two, RuPaul, RuPaul Charles. I'm not sure. I I mean by that point. I'd just been beaten over the head with the... with The, the muse. <laughs> yeah, and with, with the facts of the case. Like, just because I couldn't believe she was in the final. I know. So when she got to second, I was just like... Of course. Well... Oh, yeah. I mean, there's no more outrage to be had <laughs> at this point. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean... Uh, I mean, I don't... To be honest, I... We were talking about how it is run its course a little bit, that programme in mm. the US, and that a lot of... It's, it's not gone unnoticed by you know, the world's press and reviews and et cetera, uh, that the UK edition has breathed some new life into it. Yes. Um, as has the Dutch version. Yeah. And the Spanish coming up. The and... Spanish is coming up, but also the Australian version, yeah. I'm sure will do the same thing. And it seems that, yeah, the the, the international franchising of, of the show is really showing the US version up for what it is, which is a bit tired. Yeah. And I... I did start to really enjoy this season once we sort of got rid of the dross. Mm. It was like the kind of, the whole opening where we spent three episodes getting to the point at which we usually are on the first episode. Yeah. Got quite quite tiresome Bit quite wearing. quickly. Um, and then so we sort of like, it was the show, it felt like the show was pulling itself up from that point onwards. So it took ages to kind of get to a point where I was even enjoying it. Yeah. We were just watching it week by week being like... <sighs> And, and, yeah, it being patently obvious that Simone was going to win. But then, like, the last, like, five episodes or something like that, yeah, I was really turned around enjoyable. on it. So it was really disappointing to be, to see it just so com- 
completely fucked yeah. by the final. It really, really, like, yeah, went off a cliff. And also, as we addressed with Tim in episode two, we got we got done dirty by the fact that they, it was all Britney songs, but they were not the right ones. Oh. Give me more. Yes. Thrilled to hear it. I don't know if we needed everything from the back of the back catalogue. I think we could have had some early bit Britney rep. Even some mid... I mean, oh, give me more is, I suppose, mid-Britney, mid but... Your theory, which we do talk about with Tim, so apologize, apologies, next week this will yeah. come up. But the your sort of theory was that they potentially don't have... They, she might have moved record labels at some point, and maybe. so the rights are quite difficult to get hold of. I would argue maybe it's because they're keeping the bangies in the locker for individual lip syncs. I'd like to think that. Because if you think about it, you've got three in a row mm. in one episode. We've had Toxic once. We talk about this in the episode, but... We I had think Stronger. We stronger. Um, but like Baby One More Time and stuff like that, they might be... Oops, oops, I did it again. They might be thinking, you know... Do a Night of a Thousand Britneys. Well... Yeah, but you only get one song in that. Yeah, that's true. But as in, well, they might do Night of a Thousand Britneys in terms of the Lukes. Mm -hmm. But um, in terms of using the songs, they might think that A Baby One More Time is better served as a compelling final couple of minutes to a, an episode. Yeah, maybe. You know, like an iconic. They might think like it's going to be such an iconic lip sync. We don't want to like chuck it in at the final. Yeah. That's true. Especially now, since we're just aiming for Candy Muse to win anyway. Exactly. Now, long-term listeners of, of this podcast will know that uh, we once famously declared that we wouldn't cover Drag Race because there were other podcasts that do it better and are dedicated Drag Race podcasts. Um, and then we went about having a Drag Race... Short-lived. <laughs> Short-lived Drag Race-specific podcast with Ruben K. Um, so we, 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 that those are our thoughts on the finale Basically, it's it's sport, isn't it? It's our sport. Hmm. So I don't want it. I don't want to take it away. I don't want there to be a. You know, I was about to make some reference to the Super League. I didn't understand it, so nice. I've, I've left left it be. But it's cool that you're aware enough yeah. that you were able to even start thinking about maybe. Oh yeah, I saw that the Great British Public got really annoyed about corruption. I thought, here we go. But uh, yeah, a week later, a week later, they don't seem that bothered. No. Tories are up, so there we go. Uh, if you want our thoughts on Drag Race, please get in touch. We can share more of them. Now, you have many ways to communicate with us, and we wish you would. Do reach out. If you've got any hot tips on how to get rid of squirrels, because we've... Um, Will Jackson, dreamy Will Jackson, gave me a recipe, which I'm going to try. Um, most of the, Mostly it's hot sauce. Yeah, they hate that. They don't like hot sauce. Cayenne pepper specific, apparently. Yeah. Any other hot squirrel tips? Much appreciated. Do you have a a, a dog that's quite um a? I don't want to. We I can't. We're I'm not getting a dog. I don't want. I don't want to get a dog. I don't want to kill squirrels. I just want the squirrels to think twice. Maybe yeah, I don't think twice. dog. I think it's probably pretty rare that a dog. If you have a dog, that it kills the squirrels. Right. Well, come and have it. If you've it's got just a quite dog, frightening. Isn't bring it? it around for a bark. Yeah. Lion poo has been suggested as well. Isn't that for cats? Well, the cats have been shitting in the middle of the garden as well. Mm. But a, they're also shitting on movement. the AstroTurf. Mm. So... Livid. Yeah. I mean, I'm not putting lion poo on AstroTurf because that's a recipe for disaster. <laughs> Worst 
Well, it's a bit of an out of the frying ever. <laughs> yeah, out of the frying pan into the fire situation, isn't it? I'm annoyed about a little bit of cat shit, so I've put on a lion's shit. <laughs> Slight escalation, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Anyway, this this is where you find us, listener. Uh, you can find us on the Twitter at Big Diva Energy on the Instagram. No, hmm? on the Twitter at Diva Energy on Facebook, Big Diva Energy Pot on Instagram at Big Diva Energy. Or you can email us your squirrel hunting tips at bigdivaenergypod at gmail.com. Fantastic. So who's your diva of the week, Holly? My diva O-T-dubs is going to be H from... It's, my, it's going to be actually controversially H from Steps. <laughs> because I feel like in the double act, he's been overlooked for a spot in War of the Worlds and I stand. Lovely. Um, oh, if only they doubled up, they could have got the... Uh, Got the old band back together. Not Steps. Oh, yeah. H and Claire from Steps. Yeah. What were they called? They just performed as H and Claire from H and Steps. Claire, yeah. Oh, just H and Claire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That sounds like Not ancient... ancient Claire. <laughs> <laughs> sounds a lot like Claire's really old. Yeah. Um, well, uh, strangely enough, what a coincidence. What a coincidence. What a coincidence. Um, my diva of the week is Lisa Scott Lee. Is it? From yeah. Steps. So we've both chosen independently steps. For being overlooked and because um, I've been creeping, I say creeping, I get endless notifications on my phone from uh, Rich's TikTok TikTok account, which is uh, at the boldest bitch. Yeah. So if you want to catch her, get her there. Yeah, like I'm, I think we're talking like three, four videos a day. So, and every time it comes up on my phone, she's well aware of it. Don't worry. Um, all but yeah, I've been, I've been, but I've been creeping it recently, and uh, yeah, one of my favourite ones recently was when he reposted uh, Lisa Scott Lee's interview after H and Claire disappeared from the band. And I'm not here to slag anyone off. No, um, she, she's just quite clearly absolutely livid. Yeah, you could search for this interview on YouTube if you want, or you can just scroll back through the TikTok at the boldest bitch, and you'll give uh, Rich the much needed hits. That he desires. Give her the hits. Give her the hits. Give her all the hits. What Tell you what, about hits, one of his most finale. recent one you can check out is his top 10 uh, Spice Girl solo singles. Great. In mm. order. Lovely. You'll, you will be fascinated to see it. <laughs> yeah. I'll say that. There are some punchy choices in there. Really punchy. Yeah. But I, yeah. I was actually here for them as well. I mean, I hate all the Spice Girls solo material. You hate all the Spice Girls material? Yeah, uh, I do hate all the Spice Girls material. Not the, not the women, nothing again them. No. <laughs> um, stay safe. Nothing again them. Nothing again Live and let live, she says. Yeah. Uh, if you are in the Patreon, you will look forward to receiving our thoughts on um, Mad Max, the Tina Turner one, not the Charlize one. Um, and um, oh yeah, I forgot the remake has an, has another diva in it. Another diva in it. Is there no diva in the first one? I don't know. I haven't seen it. I've seen the remake. That's the only one I've seen. Have you? Is it called Thunder Road? No. <laughs> Something like that. No, that's the second one. Beyond Thunderdome. Beyond Thunderdome. Uh, the it's just called Mad Max. The remake. Fabulous. But it's made by the same guy that made the originals. Oh cool. Yeah, it's really good. It's absolutely fucking bonkers. I'm hoping that the, the that Beyond Thunderdome will be as well, but I suspect it might be. Because Charlize is... She's a diva with commitment. <laughs> she's a diva with an edge. Do not cross her, look, Sean Penn. Yes, look into... If anyone's wanted to... <laughs> top tip, look on Charlize's Wikipedia. I'd, I'd say go to her Wikipedia and do uh, Control-F and find and search the page mm-hmm. uh, for Sean Penn. 
And I don't think it will be on the wiki. Just Google Charlize Theron and Sean Penn. Yeah. <laughs> See what happens. We live for you. 